And you are listening to the Lost Boys Movie Minute Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the 1980s horror movie Lost Boys, directed by Joel Schumacher. I am your host, Dr. Chris. And I'm Scott Danielson. And this podcast is part of the Radio Horror Network, which is celebrating its 11th anniversary this year. Today we are talking about, tonight we are talking about minutes 35 to 40. And the music in the background you are hearing is by Clarence Frogman, Ain't Got No Home, which Sam sings in the bathtub. That's right. We pick up right where we left off with the last one, where Mike agrees to babysit Sam, and we get outside shot, long outside shots of the house of Grandpa's house and all the stuff in his yard, including a little mm-hmm. windmill thing, kind of spins around, which is kind of cool. Now, most of the five minutes are actually made up of just long shots of nothing or somebody not doing anything, any speaking other than moving. Um, that's what I noticed takes up a lot of the time in this episode. We get a few interactions here and there, but then it's just like, yeah. you know, some silliness, and then just a lot of long shots. Like I said, the outside of Grandpa's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they keep looking down like down the driveway, and then like you said, to the windmill. It seems like the wind is consistently picking up. Uh, Grandpa's got a date with the widow Johnson. Uh, <laughs> now, if you've ever read the Lost Boys comic book series Reign of Frogs published by Wildstorm Comics uh, through DC Comics back in the mid-2000s. Uh, I think it came out around 2007 or 2000. No, actually it's 2008. came out in conjunction with Lost Boys 2, uh, The Thirst, before the second sequel to... The first sequel to The Lost Boys, which was the long-awaited sequel to The Lost Boys. And it was direct-to-DVD, and it was garbage. <laughs> and there was a yeah, comic not... book to tie in the two to tie the two movies together called Reign of Frogs. And in it we found out the Widow Johnson is in fact the vampire that turned Max. Oh, interesting. Spoiler That's alert, great. Max is the head vampire. If you listen to a podcast about the Lost Boys and you've never seen the movie, then I I'm sorry. I can't but, I can't imagine the idea of like listening like every other week and going, Okay, where are we now? Yeah, right. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, Grandpa's got a date, and he's looking for some aftershave, and, and Sam suggests Windex. Now, then he says something, I'm oh, sorry, he, uh, Michael says something to him about Mr. Johnson, but I cannot for the life of me, and I kept listening to it, make out what he said. Oh, he says something like, oh, just stuff him too, like, you're, like it seems to be a, like some sort of innuendo, like, oh yeah, you're gonna bone her too, like, or stuff him like the dog or something like that, right. I don't know. okay, okay, alright, alright, that's, okay, now I got it. It's I, basically, like, not 
not something you'd hint at your your grandpa. <laughs> right, and grandpa's like, yeah, all right, well, I guess I'll see you kids later. And Sam's like, that's not funny, Michael. You always got an <laughs> yeah. attitude problem, Michael. You want some like, sandwiches? Dude. No, you got an attitude problem, Michael, because he tries to make his brother a sandwich, and he's just tired of his yeah. attitude. Uh, which yeah. is like, well, up until now, it didn't seem like Mike's had an attitude. I mean, he, he came no, home. No, he, he seems late. pretty easygoing. He yeah. seems determined, but he's not a D until and, just now. Yeah, and then David and the gang shows up, and then they disappear. Yeah. I Just w- real quick back to Grandpa, I need to point out that his car horn is La Cucaracha that, like, tails off. <laughs> which is one of my favorite things. Um, but yeah, yeah, the all the, you hear the bikes, on, and then you see all the lights coming in. It looks like um, an alien invasion. It looks like a lot of those invasions that you see in... Um, it's like Close Encounters of the Third Kind a little bit. And then, you know, Michael keeps... And then he Michael hears David's voice in his head again, and then steps out. And as soon as he steps out, it's all gone. And it's, it's very eerie, and then it's just quiet again. And then they show you... Actually, I'm not sure if it's the same exact shots, but it's very similar shots to the to the opening when they were establishing that we're back at Grandpa's. Yeah, um, I think they were trying to give you the sense of just like how quiet it was, and the wind picking up was probably the vampires showing up, and then the vampires disappear. Did they have teleportation powers? Did they fly their motorcycles up in the air? Because we, we, we have established that these vampires can fly. But... Um, like what? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 really it's really weird. It's something that you'd see more in the haunted house movie rather than a vampire movie. So Sam decides to go take his bath, and Michael starts feeling funny as he drops a big thing of milk on the counter. And then Sam's in the bathtub, uh, like you know, having way more fun in the bathtub than I ever did when I was twelve or thirteen, singing "I yeah. Got a Home." Yeah, well, I th- I I mean, it's always dangerous to you know have a bathroom scene with a twelve or thirteen year old boy, but um, it's. There's, I I always I have to I just have to mention I find it strange that he's still taking baths. I don't know. Like I feel like I started to start taking showers at that age. So I just found that all strange. But he's doing like kind of, it's like pre Home Alone kind of like messing with his hair and just having fun with suds and stuff like that. Just jamming to this old track that is somehow playing on a radio, which is also dangerously close to the bath. Yeah, I mean, I take a bath once in a while if my back hurts or something like that. You know what I mean? Or if like, yeah. yeah. But the, but the, yeah, it was just, it's just kind of funny how they set the scene up. Then Michael stalks up the stairs slowly, and it's just more of Sam singing. Continues stalking yeah. up the stairs, and then Nanook jumps out, and that's when Sam ducks down and then jumps right back out. And then Sam walks down the stairs very slowly, calling Michael's name. And yeah. just at the 40-minute mark, we start hearing a, uh, and it's going to lead into the next scene. But yeah. again, these long tracking shots really make up the time in this these five minutes that don't do anything else. They're really nice, but unfortunately does not give us a lot to talk about. Yeah, it's very Halloween-esque. You know, it's it, it kind of, well, it's, it's on my brain now because the, the new movie just, the new movie just came out this weekend, but it's. There's, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a ton of, like, POV shots going up the stairs, and the music starts getting tense, and then Nanook starts to notice something's up. Though I will credit this movie for being one of the few horror films that d- doesn't kill the dog at first tr- like first sign of trouble. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think the dog dies later on, right? <laughs> I actually, actually, I'm not sure the dog dies. I'm not sure. I think it actually, like, is, I think it kills one. I'm pretty sure it kills one of the lo- one of the Lost Boys. Um. Yeah, but it doesn't. I don't think that. Okay. Well, we'll get there eventually. But it's like yeah. I, I couldn't remember how long the dog lasts for. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. And the dog hanging out with Sam while he's taking the bath, or whatever. And it's just like dogs. Do, 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 do dogs do that? Do they hang out outside I w- the, the bathtub? Like the dog. A dog is not like an. It's just like any other animal. It's not like really wants to get wet. Yeah, yeah, no. The only time, yeah, the only time that my dog would do that is if like there was a like a treat bone that's in that room, and she's like, "Well, I'm not going to move from here," you know. But otherwise, yeah, no way. About the song itself, uh, as performed by Clarence Frogman Henry, he is still alive today. Wow, fantastic! He is 81 years old. Nice. He had hits from 1956 to 19. 19- 68, and then came back with a new hit in 1993. Wow. Well, I also, I can't believe we haven't mentioned this before, but it's kind of appropriate that his nickname is Frogman. Do you think that was intentional? I think so. I, I mean, because you can pick, you could probably pick any oldie that you wanted, but the fact that it is, like, by something to deem Frogman, I think is kind of a little little nudge <laughs> to what, what Sam's future is. Hmm. It is kind of funny that um, it's listed um, in terms of like pop culture references. It's it's um, it's listed for him on many different websites as you know, "Ain't Got No Home," which was his first hit from 1956, listed for connected to the Lost Boys. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but yeah, he's still alive today, living in New Orleans. Uh, born uh, March 19th, 1937. Uh, rhythm and blues. I. It doesn't. There's nothing online really saying what he's kind of doing these days, um, so I gotta assume that uh, he is just living on his royalties. I, I would assume. I would assume so. I mean, he's one of those. He sounds like he comes from like the Fats Domino's school of of music and like, like kind of like a old early early like R and B and rock and roll when hadn't done a full crossover yet. But this like I didn't realize I knew this song until it got gets to the humming. That's the one thing that the like I've heard that in a ton of different like either commercials or movies and stuff like that so my guess is if he had any hand in writing it he can yeah, continue and, to live off it and he had 20 uh, songs so I mean I don't know yeah. enough about the music industry to, but I didn't write 20 songs so I mean if he managed his money well 20 songs probably made him a pretty good, decent retirement yeah, the the big thing you want to be with a with a musician like that, you want to be the song writer because the writers get royalties if like for radio plays for everything versus if you're just the performer. Performers get a lot less by comparison. So since he's a writer, I think he has a better shot there. Right. Um I mean, he is a uh, classically trained uh, pianist and uh so he could also have been uh teaching, you know, piano as well. Oh yeah. And Definitely. Uh, you know, maybe a lot of people in New Orleans uh probably mm-hmm. and who knows, he maybe he does gigs in New Orleans once in a while cuz New Orleans yeah. is that, you know, that jazz, that blues kind of hub, so Yeah, definitely. Well, that's pretty much it for these 5 minutes of the Lost Boys and Movie Minute podcast. Uh, as we leave off with Sam descending the stairs looking for Michael and the, you know everything's really dark and spooky. Uh, if you would like to join us on Facebook, you can at the Lost Boys or maybe join us in the group as well, the Lost Boys uh, movie group that we're in. I don't know the exact name of it. <laughs> um, you could also find us on Twitter at Lost Boys Minute and all the other podcasts on the Radio Horror Network at radiohorror.com. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, everyone.